Welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast, Season 2. I'm your forever coffee-infused host, Ashley Verma, and we are all here weekly to share the ups, downs, and all-arounds of the wild world of parenting. A safe space, a Lego-free space, to vent, to inspire, and well, perhaps this is the only adult conversation you hear all day. What is Adia doing? A, B, C, D. <laughs> is that funny? So each week, I will be joined by a fellow striving, thriving, and surviving busy mumsy. We learn together. We grow together. Hell, we cheers with an adult bevy when necessary. I get it. I am human and failures simply happen. I am not shiny and I am never filtered unapologetically. I am at its best. Even when the dishes aren't done, there's crayon on the wall, and well, my hair hasn't been washed in forever. I am Busy Mumsy. Hi, Busy Mumsies. Ashley here, and I hope you're feeling fab. We're doing pretty fab here in the Verma household. Um, We are in week two. Yes, that's right. Week two of January, and Adia's second week of nursery. Um... Drop off, I am so happy to report, drop off is not as atrocious as summer camp was last year. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I have to share, last year was bananas. Um, She did a four-week summer camp here in Uganda, and little did I know that I would also be attending summer camp five days a week. Um, I was there every day. I thought that I would be just like, you know, jumping into my work, doing my thing, And no, I was at summer camp with Adia and all the other kiddos for five days a week for four weeks. Yay. Uh, We had a good time. Just me doing a little ranting and blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm super stoked for today. I'm always super stoked. I just really admire and love all the guests that say yes and come onto the Busy Mumsy podcast, especially when um, there's no headaches, right? Like... (laughs) Um, I have to, you know, full transparency coming up at Nicole, who is on today's show, Nicole Trofino. Um, we had a cheeky little virtual coffee date prior to, um, our busy mumsy chat today. So, uh, I, you know, I love talking to her. I honestly could talk to her for hours, but let me tell you a little bit more about Nicole as she is a Aussie gal who made her way to America, gracing the covers of various fashion magazines, such as Elle, Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, and so many more. I mean, she's stunning. She's absolutely stunning. She is the founder and CEO of Bumpsuit, a maternity brand that is redefining pregnancy style. And I've already asked her this, and we're going to ask her again today, like, where has she been all my life? Because I lived in sweatpants, like baggy, baggy, not so flattering outfits. So um, I just wish I had Bumpsuit in my life when I was expecting Adia. Bumpsuit is an essential layer for pregnancy and beyond, changing the landscape of maternity wear as we know it, created to empower women to feel chic and supported and be a sustainable option during a time of transition. The bumpsuit can be worn pre, during, and post-pregnancy. The material gently stretches with the body as it moves through all stages of womanhood, making it the perfect base layer and investment for the future. Ah, I mean, I... I just love the sound of all of it. And um, 
I, she she promises me she's going to send me one to Uganda, so I can't wait for that. I can't wait to dive into this chat to learn more about Nicole as a mama bear to three gorgeous kiddos. What is wife life like in Texas and how she is juggling it all, building her bumpsuit empire. So let's dive on into this week's Busy Mumsy Chat. Nicole Trunfio, welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. Well, you know, it like, well, for the Busy Mumsy listeners, you don't know, this is our second coffee date. This is our second sit down and chat, if you will. It is. And I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. I feel like I've known you forever. And I love I everything has been doing. And it's just so honorable. So I'm really, really happy to meet you and know you, get to know yeah, you. No, I know. It, it, I have to say, Nicole, you're really one of very few people that will get me staying awake past 10 p.m. <laughs> because for everyone, I am in Uganda and Nicole is in the United States. She is in Texas. And, um, you know, we're, we're working on some very different time zones right now. Yes. I actually, I feel like I perform better at night, like in your time. Are you a morning person or a night person? Oh, I am such a morning person. I am like, oh yeah, no, like I, like my wheelhouse, I thrive before 10 a.m. And let me tell you, it must be all of the coffee. I get so much done, like so much done. What time do you wake up to do that then? We get up in this house between 5.30 and wow. 6. Wow. So you guys mm-hmm. all get up at the same time? Your husband? Yes. That my, yes. My husband gets up at the same time. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll have to say, like, we're not trying to be, like, overachievers here. We definitely, like, lose our luster by two. <laughs> but, <laughs> then I mean, God. Nap, it's fine. Yeah, but I know I wish on that. But um, Adia is like not the best sleeper currently. And I don't know what your household is like right now, but sleep is like not really her thing. So if I am not sleeping next to her currently, she is up at like four. Got you. Yeah. I knew there's like, you being there that just makes them so much more comfortable. I've actually just stopped. I've just stopped co-sleeping with my my almost three-year-old it's really hard because it's almost like if you hang out with them they just you get a better night's rest but if you don't hang out with them you're screwed because you are yeah that's pretty much the the rabbit hole that we have gone down so um I'm hoping I'm hoping with fingers crossed and I and of course I I love this mommy me mommy time all these all those things but we I'm I'm kind of ready to like sleep with just my husband for sure (laughs) maybe get some nice cuddles wouldn't that be nice oh my god so my my eight-year-old so we have like a interesting situation in our household because my husband he's a musician so he stays up late and he sleeps in that's just him it's always going to be him I have to wake up at six in the morning to get my kids ready because we drive an hour into school which is so insane and like not very practical but we just love this particular school and we love living out of town But I actually love it because I get a chance to listen to podcasts and a chance to call my sister and my friends because mom life is so hard that it's so busy that like that's my me time is like in the car driving. The kids are just like we have a little um, 
TV screen for them and they watch like Wild Kratz or science films or all these interesting, we try and keep it as educational as possible, but there's definitely the odd, you know, I think they Ferdinand this morning. And I was like, they can't get stuck on the Ferdinands. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, and our ranch is really big. It's, it sounds so nice to have a big house, but I feel like when you're a mom, you just want to be in a tiny place and nest right. so you can hear the kids at all times. You can put them in the bath and in the bed. I love that, having a small environment. Um, so having this ranch is, I mean, I definitely get my exercise in because it's like running up <laughs> and down stairs for each kid and each, like, each one of them is up different stairs. It sounds more glamorous than it is. Basically, we bought a house from grandparents that built it for their kids and their um, grandkids. So it's not a practical house for a family to live in. So there's a lot of like running around. And um, my son, my eight-year-old, up until two months ago when my husband was like, I want my bedroom back was sleeping on a sofa in our bedroom because he was scared of being like in this, you know, room that's not really fit for a kid because it's big. It's like a ranch style room for, I don't know. Anyway, so we've been dealing with that for the past, you know, six years since we've been living there. Our kids just don't want to, they're little, so they want to be close. Right. Of course. They don't want to feel lost in a, in a huge, huge home. Nicole, I have to dive into this because I mean, obviously this is this is going to turn into our last coffee chat. Just for the listeners, we were like online with each other for over an hour, just shooting the shit. But, but we're going to literally see this. We're already, you know, into this chat, and in my head, I'm going, "Okay, this is the most stunning human being ever. You are a supermodel, and and you're a mama bear." Go yeah. back. When right. was it that you were like, you know what? Like, here I am, like the cover of this magazine, the cover of Elle and Vogue and walking high fashion runways and all of these like glamorous things. When was it like, you know what? I could totally trade in some stilettos for some like baby bottles and like making some magic happen. Oh my God. Like, it's so crazy. I mean, I always talk about this with my husband. I was not happy during those years. I was like, it's, it's so great. Even like, you know, my husband and I talk about like, do we want to make more money? Is that important to us? And it's like more money, more fame is not, it's really not the source of happiness at all. And I think before all that stuff happened, I knew what I wanted. I knew that I wanted to, I knew I wanted a family first and foremost. And I just, I love keeping a small circle and I love living simply. And I love not having like a lot of stuff and a lot of footprint and a lot of, you know, just shit going on. It's simplicity is key. I think simplicity is the key to happiness. And also like just knowing yourself and not being like worried about what's going on around you. I try and like, uh, I, I just like, I don't unfollow people because I feel like that's a bit negative, but I definitely mute a lot of my feed because I just want, I just want to have like almost like an innocent mind. I want to be present in my life. And I think that's like really key. And when I was modeling, it was so great. It was the best lessons, the best, you know, life experiences. You get, you go all over the world, but you do it alone. I was alone all the time. Like I loved fashion week in Milan and Paris. Cause you're like with girls doing things together. But if you're not, 
you're like flying to a shoot and you're the only model and then you're flying to another shoot the next day and you're the only model and it's brand new makeup artist, brand new hairstylist, brand new photographer. You want to get to know them, but you know you might see them again, you might not. So you're really just like, I don't know, it's a very fleeting existence. And I'm, I well, feel- Well, how does you stay grounded then? Like, I mean, I, I'm gonna have to dive in there because- like, not? How, it's like, you, you're that young in the career starting out. How do you firmly like- plant your feet in that world because I always would just go to another restaurant in Barcelona and watch another sunset in the south of France and I was alone I was with people but I was like I really want to share this with somebody and so you you weigh it up you're like okay I'm making crazy money but now I live on the ranch in the middle of Austin Texas there's no fashion industry here I'm not trying to like do but I'm like, I've never been so happy. And having fashion shows in your ranch. That's basically think, what you're doing. I think like a really important thing is like that I want to kind of say right now is um, just, I don't know, what's going on in your small circle and your, your life is like so much mm -hmm. more than enough. And right. your kids, like I love hanging out with my kids and I find so much joy in that and I'm redefining you know, my household and over COVID, like the boundaries of the household, redefining what those are and, you know, finding fun in the kitchen or like making a bed, like finding out how to make things fun. Cause I, I grew up with a mom that was really stressed out. She had four kids. My, I come from a poor family, not poor, but like working class family. Um, it was always hard to even get food on the table or get my dad a beer after work. And I just grew up with like a mom that was constantly cleaning and stressed out and couldn't, you know, just look us in the eyes and like be present and say, how are you today? She was so like under the pump. And so I find that there's so much, there's just so much in life that we can really use to our advantage. So many lessons in all the things that happen to us that aren't great. There's so much beauty and there's so many gifts in that stuff. And so I just constantly look for that. I'm constantly like an optimist, constantly like the glass is half full in whatever scenario kind of a person. And my only intention is to help people and especially women and especially mothers and, su and support them and hold space and hold um, just like a safe place to share wisdom and knowledge and pass down, pass the torch and pass it down. So that's kind of like where I am now. And it's a very different place than what you were talking about, like the glamorous modeling. But I right. find so much purpose in it now. And I see that as mothers, we're the most important kind of asset for this world because we're raising the next generation who are going to define what happens with this, with this world. And so our job is like so important. It, it touches my heart so much thinking about it. And so I just that's just how I wake up and I feel excited and ignited to lead with purpose. And I think that's something that a lot of people should do like with their life is like, this is my job, but how do I make this more purposeful? And how do I make this like, I can talk about myself as an individual or my partnership or my group, my family, my group, my community, but how can I think of the end goal impacting on a world scale? And I know that, it seems so grandiose and that we can't do that because we're just one person, but actually 
over history and actually one person is enough to like create major change in the world so I think more like heartfelt intention and positive I just I'm, I'm just like talking and talking and talking <laughs> so, and, and I'm hearing you talk so I'm just gonna let you talk for days on in the call well no no, no touching on that and like the, the love and, and the positivity that you want to constantly fill and surround within your family. So you and your husband are, um, I mean, glorious and wonderful. And for the listeners, um, Nicole's partner is, is Grammy winner, Gary Clark Jr., soulful singer, um, you know. I, healer, wow. healer too. Heal, and a healer too. Um, I mean, you know what? You you know what? You two stop being perfect. How about that, Nicole? Stop being perfect. We are so imperfect, but that's what is perfect. Just well, your number perfect. one fan here holding a microphone is going to tell you otherwise. You are welcome. Thank but you. no, what I want to get into is because I was actually talking to my husband about this, who yeah. I, you are going to meet one day soon. I'm um, I, you know, we we have this. We have a blended family. Yeah. And you know, with with mixing my American culture and his Indian culture and British background, and like you know, we want to do our best for Adia, right? And for my daughter, and we're raising her right now in Uganda, which yeah. is just another like bananas, so wild and wonderful adventure. Yeah. And I, I was saying to Ricky actually this morning at breakfast over coffee, and I was just like, God, I'm really excited to have Nicole on the show now, and. I just want to hear what what do you and Gary talk about in terms of a blended family and instilling in your three children what can lie ahead in this big crazy world and yeah. how to approach it with leading with love and positivity because not that we ha all have the answers but there's a lot of people out there that don't know what to do or have the tools. And I always find that any sort of moment that I can have someone on this platform to share their light, their love, their positivity of culture and blending that, I just think that I just want to keep trumpeting that wisdom out there. So it's there for anyone that needs to hear it. That's a really deep question, like, and very tough because of the way the world is currently is not such a positive and friendly place for everybody. And it, it like breaks my heart. Like yeah. it's, it's a really hard place in conversation. Um, I also don't really like Australia is a very racist country and I was, I don't know how it stands today. I can't really comment because I haven't lived there for almost 20 years. Um, but when I was growing up, there was a lot of riots and it was all over race and who is Australian because we're such a multicultural country. Um, and I was discriminated against because I'm Italian in Australia. And they were like, you're a wog, blah, blah, blah. That was like the, the most kind of like, that was the height of racism. In America, it's a whole other thing. It's yeah, so heartbreaking. I just... I can't even believe that we're still dealing with this stuff. And my husband really, um, he just takes on upon himself to educate the kids um, very kind of privately. And he doesn't really involve me because he wants them to know when they're with him. This is so heartbreaking. I can't. Oh. 
it's so heartbreaking like I don't even understand why the world is like this but like when he's with them they're with him they're gonna get treated differently than when they're with me like when they're with me it's cute but like when they're with him <clears throat> you know it just things happen and he's told me things that have happened and it's it's like I can't it's so crazy to me it's just and like and I love like my husband's family is the, they're the most educated graceful like beautiful I'm just so proud that I get to be part of his family and like people don't people are so like dumb and asleep and they don't even see any of that they just see like this old I don't even know what they see I can't I can't even describe it or relate to it because it's because you're not filled with any sort of that hatred or any sort of discrimination like that and it comes from parenting which is the worst thing is like very true I'm like I'm always so like completely just you know when you go get your driver's license you need to go and get a license you have to read a book you have to go through testing all that stuff I think I personally think that if you're pregnant, you should go through some kind of something and it should be um, um, compulsory because there's so many people out there raising children and they do not have the tools. And especially if you want to be in Texas and be like, abortion's illegal, which is also completely insane because someone might not have the tools to take care of a baby and all the financial means, all the relationship, or they were ra- raped, or like... Yeah. They're going to be born into like abuse and all these things that create trauma. Yep. Um, like you're going to be, you're going to say, okay, you have to have the baby no matter what, but you're not going to actually like provide this like curriculum or education and they, they have to pass it. It's an honor to be able to bring, you know, and I don't know if people are going to hear this and, and like start hate or whatever, but I don't even care. It's like, it's an honor to be able to, parent uh, another soul and it's you get the biggest gifts and the biggest lessons and I don't know people just they they have babies and they're like I own you you're mine so it's just like so disturbing and I just think that there's a lot of um change that has to happen and a lot of like a lot of of the wrong things that are glamorized within the social media world. And I think even back to the part that you said about muting certain things that are within your platform that you don't want to see. And it's not that you want to be naive about it. It's just that you don't need that in your space because you're trying to create a space for yourself and your family that is positive and you're going to give them the best tools they possibly can. And not that we can bubble wrap them. We can't, right? We just can't. We can only do our best to be at our best to teach them properly with care, with love for them to move forward. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that, you know, I'm taking it upon myself to educate myself Um, around American culture because I do live in this country now and I do want to know the history of what went on and how things became the way they became. So that's my responsibility. That's all of our responsibilities. But I understand why my husband wants to deal with it privately because he has that deeper knowledge and I, I give the kids a different kind of light and it's like we can't take away the light in the world. Um, It's like anything, there has to be light 
And I want to feed myself with light only, only light. I, I will be aware of the darknesses. But, you know, even when Trump came into power, I felt this like immense, immense like anger and hatred inside of my body. And I was like, this is so bad that I'm feeling this because I'm putting this energy into the world. And I was like, I'm going to send him love. I don't because... even, I'm not even going to talk about him. I'm not going to give the name power. I was like, we need to send love and light to the darknesses and not talk about them negatively because we're creating more negatively. And that's the whole point of darkness is it spreads like wildfire. We have to really um, focus on the light and the positivity. And I feel like I've been doing that. It's like diet. It's like your food is your diet, but your thoughts are your diet too. And your voice is, is going to create nutrition for the world. So I really, 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 really try and keep my mind healthy and a really positive perspective. And I, everything is my responsibility. So if anything in my life is going wrong, I will never blame anyone. I will always take responsibility for it and say, how can I do that better? And even with my kids, if I like get angry one day and I'm just like completely like not feeling it, I'll, I'll talk to them later and I'll be like, did you see how mommy got angry? Like that happens sometimes. And I'm really sorry. That was really like not, appropriate of me and um I should really learn how to like you know understand my own feelings more and I think I was feeling just like this because of this and I'll like really explain it to them and go through my whole thought processes to make that okay for mental health it's like we're complex we're so multifaceted we have so many emotions and so many thoughts and there's so much coming at us all the time and there's so much pressure to be this and do this and like have this and want this and it's like ah we're, we're just, we've been like conditioned in such a interesting way. And I think just explaining that is like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, this is why. It's not because I'm crazy. It's because we live in a crazy world right now. And we do, we live in an absolutely crazy world. And, and we also though are living in the crazy world and raising children mm. and goes back to we want to give them the best building blocks and we want to be the best for them and we can only hope to do that but no I, what, what I wanted to go into to say was with all of the craziness going on and the ups and the downs and trying to navigate life for a nearing eight-year-old five-year-old and three-year-old um all within the same you know month or so of each yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't know how you're doing it, but then, but then you just decided, you know, I'm going to just start my own clothing brand called bump suit. Cause why not Nicole? Why not? <laughs> I mean, can we just go for a second? <laughs> Come on. I've had you sweating and crying. I got to make you laugh <laughs> now. Um, but I, I just, I, I love bump suit, like absolutely love what you are doing. And, but I want to hear from you and I want you just to, to tell our, my listeners, the busy mumsy listeners, why, when, how, and you better not tell me that you were like in some sort of spiritual yoga and you were pregnant and no. you were like, I want to do bump suit. No, I wish it happened that way. I wish it was that easy. I might get a little bit angry. <laughs> I, I actually like. I, I was actually, I've been working on this other company, which I touched on you for like 13 years. And yeah. it's my baby. It was my baby before I had babies. And it has a really beautiful, um, it, I can't even like start to describe it because it's so amazing and I'm still going to do it. But um, I was like, really, when I got pregnant, I was like, oh my God, because I was just about to launch the company. 
but it's such a massive idea. I can't do it when I'm pregnant or having another baby. So I was like, I've got to delay it again. And I'd already delayed it three times. Now I have an IUD <laughs> because of that. But um, I just like was so excited about this company and I was really busy. And I lived out at the ranch and I had to get up at 6 a.m., drive all of my kids in. I was pregnant. My husband's away on tour. So I'm literally getting up twice, three times a night with my newborn at that point. And then I have this little kid who's like baby Tarzan, who just like has the craziest energy and this house and, and driving in. And then I'd go into my office, work all day and then pick them up and go take them and cook dinner because you can't get delivery out there. It's like not a thing. Clean it all up. And I just face plant into my bed. And then I would in whatever I was wearing and I'd just wake up and I would like fix the black under my eyes, put a different coat on, a different boot and a different bag. And I'd do it all over again. <laughs> and the thing that I was wearing was bumpsuit. And it was like I got my manufacturer to make them for me because I found like this stretchy like jumpsuit, which a lot of people sell, but it's the zippers would break. It was like really bad quality. It had holes in it. Thank God it was like winter because I just put a coat over but when I took my coat off my zipper was broken it had holes in the back um but I just got like her to make them in all these different colors like camel olive burgundy gray white black and I would just wear them every day I had one for every day of the week a bumpsuit a day I called it and all my friends were I didn't even have the name yet but my friend looked at me one day because I was wearing it from the beginning all the way through because when you're pregnant you get like acid reflux like it pushes up so I needed nothing on my belly and I didn't want to wear a dress. I'm not like a dress, like a sack cotton maternity dress type of a girl. And I didn't want to wear the leggings because they also, anything pushing my belly would just kill me. Yeah. I was going to say, I was living in leggings and it was so freaking uncomfortable. It's bad. So uncomfortable. And yeah. our leggings, they go up over the bump and they finish here. So you're not like dealing with that anyway. So my friend was like, you should just, why don't you just sell that? And I'm like, this is like two months before I'm about to give birth. She's like, you should give that to moms because there's nothing like that. And I was like, what would I call it? And I thought of another name first. And then I was like, bump suit. And then I went home and I trademarked it. And I called my manufacturer and I was like, we need to get this like out there. And I remember it was taking too long. So my manufacturer was in China. So we went to LA to have my baby, which is a whole other story. Why I had my baby in LA as opposed to in Austin. Podcast um, number two. <laughs> I died during a home birth, which I'm not opposed to, but I have a story that might make you think twice. Um, and I, yeah, I went to LA and I, <laughs> the, the samples were taking too long. So I've, I hired the factory that manufactures Marquesa and Rodate, like couture, like custom beaded gowns. And they produce the whole um, bump suit collection and they're still producing it today. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we sold out on pre-order and the sewers, the head sewers at that factory, they got let off because of COVID and nobody could work anymore. And they have four kids. Um, and they the, was a husband and wife couple and they had four kids and they were laid off during COVID because it was just a shit show in LA. Um, and Bumpsuit has literally, like now they're the head of production and they have a team and Bumpsuit literally kept their family afloat. And I met, I've met Bette a bunch of times. She's the wife. 
but the head sewer peppers he is so sweet and I met him for the first time eight months ago and we hugged him we were like both crying he was like thank you so much for what you did so we're um really proudly produced majority of our stuff in Los Angeles locally and yeah that's it just happened I think women just needed it and they still do and now we're expanding the line we're about to launch an amazing baby carrier which is like I call it the easy of baby carriers because it's super cool um and we're gonna do like more community driven stuff like mommy and me walks all around America and hopefully the world to connect moms with outings so that you know when you're a mom you're so isolated when you have a baby yeah you don't know, yeah, you don't know where to go what to do I just know where to, go, to do I'm just supposed to be on the couch and then make a baby yeah so we're going to be launching this thing with walks so if any major city in America will be doing like um these just these walks and we're going to give you a lot of free stuff and it's going to be fun just create com community again build community again around um, a product and um, get outside in nature and be healthy and connect as women and share stories. And the kids, are they involved? They can come. Anyone can come. Aunties can come. No, your kids in the development. Like what, what's going on with your, your three little ones? Are they, are they, do they give any sort of input to, to bump suit? They always, okay. First of all, we just launched cloud. I don't know. We have to send you some cloud. It's the softest, like it's, amazing you feel like it's the craziest sleepwear and it's for everybody and so my kids would always be like I want to wear this too because kids love comfy stuff right of course so I made it for them and they like my and my husband and we're like not the family that dresses all the same because we're like but you now are <laughs> we now are we all sitting on the couch with like our matching charcoal bumpsuit cloud um, it's so cute and the kids love it. And when we did the photo shoot for all the kids that shot in it, we had lots of families come in, loved it. The dads loved it, everything. But my daughter always, my both my daughters always say, I want to wear my bump suit. And so I made them some bump suits and now we're selling them as well. And that's all they wear to school. They're so comfy in it. It's just like a bodysuit. So like, and we make it in like crushed velvet with pink and like fun colors for kids. And we'll expand that. But kids love it because it's just so easy to play in. And I think moms love it too because it doesn't lose its shape when it's washed. It's like double lined. It's super soft. It's like just that easy go-to kind of base layer. So, yeah, they're very instrumental in what they want. My son wants me to make, well, with the other company because it's a footwear company. He wants me to make like basketball shoes. And I'm like, huh. It's very inspiring, you know, like when they say stuff like that, because they have no idea. But you're right. like, how can I make that happen? <laughs> and now with the business, you know, it's moving forward full speed ahead. Like where else do you want it to like build out to? Not 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 with the other set, you know, the, the other business is completely separate. So like what, what are the hopes and dreams that you want to see with Bump Suit in the next, you know, three to five years? Yeah, so definitely purpose-driven. The purpose for the company was to empower women. So we're working on a non-for-profit called Bumps in the Road to serve um, women that are going through just that. I don't want to call it anything else because that's like the glass half full optimism side of me where it's like that's just a bump in the road. You're going to get through it. And I listen Massive. to 
I listened to Maya Angelou and she was talking about her experiences, which are devastating and tragic. But what she got from those and how she relates to those now is a really good example of um, how we can get through anything. Um, and so I really want to highlight women that have been through like women and men. And we're going to talk to doctors, a lot of doctors and specialists. Um, we already have the first lineups. We're doing a podcast to support the foundation. And it's just focused on that and like how we get through and how we look back and like what that means to us and the gifts that it gave us. And um, just really kind of to share wisdom and knowledge and to, and to all this like ancient wisdom to come through and to really just heal and help people. Um, but that is something that we want to start donating money to women in need, women, single moms, women in abusive situations, women that, you know, have no means to just like get through the bump in the road. And we want to really see it in that way. Um, so it's like a way to relate to something that you can get through. I don't know. For me, it makes sense. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't make sense. Beautiful. Perfect sense. Absolutely. Um, My starts to spin though with so many things going on. How are you doing all of this? How are you being CEO, creator, keep all of the ideas flowing and yet you still very much are a present mom? How I do you do that? I think that purpose is important. Like I think that if, if I didn't have the ideas of purpose, like this baby carry, like creating a walk to go with it that's community driven that's connecting women and having an experience not just throwing money at a marketing budget and putting it up on a billboard and being like here we're actually like really trying to build community and focus on that and I love my team I think that's really important is I don't hire people for their skill set and experience I hire because I love you and I know you're capable and we have a lot of moms on the team that only want to work like 20 hours a week 10 hours a week and that works really well for us because they get there, you know, when you're a mom, you want to have like some kind of adult connection and purpose besides right. just Absolutely. making food. But you can't take on a full-time job and you want to work from home because you can do it while the baby's sleeping. So we're kind of like adopting without even meaning to this whole um, strategy um, and we're going to open it up soon. So like, um, you know, moms can... I don't know. I'm just like, let's hire moms because moms can do, they, we do it the best. It's just like, no, we can do we it all. We don't <laughs> slack. For sure. We don't slack. We, we, um, everyone says you thought you were busy before you have kids and then you have kids and you know what busy is. And then for some reason you can just manage it all better. It's just like oh, a yeah. really good, um, it just works both ways. It's like for the right reasons. Um, I know this random but I instantly think of those Instagram videos of like the women that have like the child in like one arm and then the backpack and then they take a leg and they like they're like on the airplane and they like shut the the, the cabin door or something with their leg and I'm like uh-huh yeah mm -hmm. my, my leg can get up that high but you know what if push come to shove I'd get it there we're like octopus I know you could have seen me before I was like editing um like doing something with that online manager she was on zoom and I was like I've got a podcast so I'm like sitting there curling my hair using the zoom window as a mirror and then eating my sandwich which is here which is why I'm sweating because it's so spicy and I was like this is I'm like oh my god podcast because I slept two hours last night and I'm like this is actually perfect because it's exactly what you're highlighting <laughs> mm -hmm. 
doing it all, doing it all. But yeah, it's purpose. And um, I feel, I feel lucky and blessed that I am able to work for myself and not have to go to another job. And I really love what I do, which everyone says like, you've got to love what you do. But I understand too, that it's not always available. You know? Yeah. And but what about the fear? Like, what about when the fear kind of could set in and say, well, actually, no, you know, that, that, you know, itty bitty shitty committee, if you will, that can like dive right <laughs> onto your shoulder. Right. I Come on, like, I've never heard that before. I love that. You itty- know, like, you know, that, that little something that like gets on that other shoulder that you don't really like to look at. And they're like kind of saying some like negative stuff. Like, yeah. how do you navigate that out? Someone taught me a really good trick and I've been trying to teach it to um, like loved ones for such a long time. Two tricks. When a bad thought comes in, you have to say three things that are the opposite of that. So like, I'm not good enough. I'm good enough. I matter. I'm awesome. Even if you don't believe it, just say it, fake it till you make it. And you're, you'll change your mind habit it takes so long it took me like 10 years but it it happened um and then another one is like when your relationships are starting to fail this is something that I actually invented myself because I found that like especially living in New York for so long we would label each other like that's my manager that's my boyfriend that's my best friend that's my doorman that's my driver that's whatever that's the coffee bodega person and we have labels and like then we underneath the label, we list like what all these people do for us and what they mean to us. And so we start expecting the relationship, like what, what that person's going to say. And I thought of this concept called peace with the stranger. And it's actually taking people that you know really, really well in your life, like so, so well. And you approach them as if they're a stranger, like as if you don't know them at all. And I'll do it with my husband. I'll do it with my friends. I'll do it with my people I work with, I'll just be like, how are you today? And instead of expecting the answer, you listen and you listen for the answer and then you you really explore the relationship and you actually listen because when we start labeling people, we stop listening because we expect. But it's mm-hmm. like taking away the expectation and actually listening as if they're a stranger. And it, it's crazy. I've gotten the craziest emails about what happens after that when people try it. And so I think that's a really good way to, um, you know, just stay um, optimistic again. I guess it all goes back to empowered and optimistic. you got to try it and tell me if it works on anyone. Even if you have a good relationship with someone, you can do it. No, you know what? Like I actually felt like when, well, since Addie and I have kind of like we've made the move to Uganda and we're here, like communication and kind of like dating all over again and Ricky really being that, you know, sharing that 50-50 in the house with Adia, like having that again, just really kind of flipped a switch in our relationship and made it back to almost as if we were dating again. And I mean, we're, like, like, like next year will be 10 years, we'll be together and uh, seven years. Awesome. Thank you. He is so stuck with me, that boy. Um, <laughs> I feel the same way with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, we we had we had our bumps in the road, if you will, sure. um, with, with communication and everything. And it was like, we really struggled at times. And I was just like, when I got here and it was just like the dust settled and by, by meaning the dust settled, it wasn't, it was 24 hours. I went to bed, woke up and like, we were 
like on the same playing field. And we, we did communicate like back to your, like, you can just be like, I, I know what he's going to say, but actually I don't. So I'm just, okay. I am going to sit and I'm going to listen and I'm going to take it in and, you know, respond with how I'm feeling. And it I, honestly, it put us right back on track. Oh, I love to hear that. Mm-hmm. To hear it's, that. It, it, and you know what, I'll have to say for anyone that is expecting that is listening right now and with your partner, communicate and listen, because you will be going through some of the most wackadoodle hormonal times. And let me just say, and I don't know, how, how was it for you, Nicole? Like, when, I when I'm still, are we still going through it? I'm like, I always feel like, oh my God. I'm, yeah, we are. I'm like, but, I'm it's like, woods, but then you look back and you're like, wait, I said I was out of the woods like a year ago. Maybe yeah. I mean, I'm still like traumatized by some of those first early nights after coming home from the hospital. And Ricky and I are like running around trying to find like teats for the bottle and where's the formula. And I can't see anything because we can't find our glasses. I mean, we were, we were a hot but you know what? We got through it and now we're on to the next hurdle stroke really special milestone as some would say but I just call them hurdles at this point for sure I mean that's a realistic way of looking at it you're not glamorizing it it's like it's hot Um, my (laughs) gosh we just keep on jumping and jumping and jumping Nicole passing the torch that wisdom to that expecting mumsy what would you like to share to that you know, that, that's someone that's like, oh my gosh, this is happening. This is happening. My, my bump is growing bigger. What would you like to give, share some words of wisdom to oh my them? Gosh, I have no idea. I feel like it's always so different. You just, I don't know. Cause like I could say when I was busier, my mind was off it, but like the stuff to get a bump suit. How's that? It'll make <laughs> a bump suit a day, just one for every day. You can we'll keep you so happy and so chic. I'm telling you what, I was such a beached whale that, and there is um, a, a photo on my Instagram of me very much being that beached whale. And God, did I love every second of it. But that, that onesie was awful. It was made out of very, very heavy heated material that all I did was just sweat, but it was like the only thing that I had at the time that I could actually get into. So Damn. Damn. So there. I wish I knew you then. I really I wish I knew you then. I mean, we're sending you a package because you can wear it when you're not pregnant too. So. Yeah, and, and now I need to just is get, well, cold? you know. It's probably, it's probably getting cold where you are too, right? Yeah, yeah. so it's it doesn't get too, too cold here. At but um, yeah, at night. At yeah. night, right? Because de- you're like kind of in the desert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where are you? I need to send, see pics. I want oh, you to send me some, Yes. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for coming on the Busy Mumsy podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You are such an absolute babe. And um, everyone, it's all in the show notes. Head there, get yourself a bump suit. Get get into this wisdom, by the way. Go back, re-listen, because there are some real beautiful moments and words of wisdom by you, Nicole, that like when, when people are on podcasts, like, I don't even know what I said. You said beautiful words of wisdom today oh, and I can't thank you. For thank you I appreciate that I'm like I don't know if I'm delirious but <laughs> you bring it out you bring it out in me I'm just a reflection of you really oh okay that's, I'll that's take what it. It is. and your intention and your what you're what you're doing I think it's so beautiful anyone that puts on a podcast to really just incite and help people I think it's just so 
noble and beautiful. You're doing that with your precious time. It's amazing. So good for you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this week's show. Did you like it, Adia? Yeah. Oh, the enthusiasm. I love it. Please share your love by giving us a five-star rating, a rockin' review, and please share with any fellow Busy Mumsies. We love hearing from you. So if you want to get in touch, head to the Busy Mumsy show notes for further details and links to the Busy Mumsy website. So long for now. Can you say bye-bye, Adia? Bye-bye, Adia. Yeah. <laughs>